Hello? Hello? Oh, that's right. It's me, talking to my computer all alone for episode number eight of the Fitness Professional Starter Kit for Success. It is me, Ryan, once again. And today, I think we'll talk about stretching. Because yesterday, I was talking about how many bands and uh, my disdain for them uh, and my belief about their lack of utility. <clears throat> so today, I think that I would, I will talk about stretching a little bit. I don't necessarily want to hate on stretching, but again, going back to a couple episodes ago, when I talked about the efficiency of a training session, if stretching is in that static stretching, I want to make that clear. I'm talking about static stretching, uh, where you just kind of sit and hold a stretch. For from a standpoint of trying to improve movement capability, I believe that it is not such a great idea to do static stretching. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Why do I believe that? When you are doing a static stretch, you are turning off certain things. We have these things in our muscles and in our tendons that t give our brain information about where our body is in space. Those things are called muscle spind spindles in the muscles and GTOs, Golgi tendon organs in the tendons. The names don't really matter so much, but there are those things that kind of help give our brain information about where our body is and what our body is doing, how fast our joints are moving, and stuff like that. And when we stretch, we are uh, essentially trying to destroy that pathway of our, of our muscles and tendons sending information to our brain. Destroy is probably too harsh of a word, but it's just the word that I thought of. Um, <clears throat> so when you stretch and you kind of make that information sending pathway worse, you are decreasing the information that your brain now has about your environment, about where your body is. And guess what that does? That freaks out the brain because the brain's main concern is survival. It doesn't want you to fall over and smash your face. So when the brain doesn't have that information about where the body is in space, the brain is then going to tense stuff up. If you've ever met somebody who is who seems to have like crazy mobility, I'm not trying to pick on yoga, but a lot this happens to a lot of yogis that I know. They have this this crazy range of motion capability at their joints. So they are obviously incredibly flexible, and yet for some reason they always feel tight. I have heard people straight up say, oh, I, I feel so tight here or there, I need to stretch more, even though they stretch very frequently and they are incre like incredibly flexible already. So stretching, when it comes to improving movement capability, I think that is a, a not efficient method for improving movement capability when you're just static stretching. However, when you are stretching, say, under load, 
like if you wanted to stretch your hamstrings instead of doing like a like a sit and reach or just bending over and trying to touch your hamstrings uh, and stretching them that way if you did that under load with dumbbells and did say a dumbbell RDL Romanian deadlift or a glute ham raise <clears throat> that would be an amazing way to stretch your hamstrings because you're putting putting it through range of motion that you have maybe going even a little bit further and you are adding strength so you're you are kind of teaching your body how to control that range of motion right however i don't want to be entirely negative towards stretching because i think that there are some positive benefits <clears throat> for example I do believe that stretching will increase range of motion capability in the short term. Uh, like if you just do like a quick 30 second stretch, that's not going to improve your mobility or your range of motion or your flexibility over the long term. But it might um, in just in just like the, the short term acutely, um, which can be beneficial. And also, you know, stretching can feel good, which is nice, right? as well as stretching can, like specific stretches can be used to kind of tone down the nervous system. So there are a couple of stretches that I do like, especially at the end of a workout, uh, to kind of tone down the nervous system, doing stuff like a deep squat lat stretch where you hang onto a TRX, the TRX is kind of up high and you're hanging on, and then you just sit all the way down trying to get your butt to your heels uh, so this is going to take a lot of people out of that extended position that so many people are, are just always in. So it's going to give them some length in their low back. <coughs> Excuse me. And just like the name says, it'll probably stretch out the lats, which are also often, for lack of a better word, a tighter muscle on people and just feels good. And it, like I said, kind of tones down the nervous system, which is actually probably one of the number one things that you can do to actually improve your movement capability and your range of motion. So there you go, my thoughts on stretching, if you care about them at all. I realize that a, a couple of my podcasts, well, I guess I've only had eight, so <laughs> a couple is almost all of them, um, they have been more on the negative side of things like that. I don't think you should do these. I don't think you should do that. This is bad. Uh, so I'm going to try to stick away from that because I'm actually not a negative person. So from here on out, I'm going to be trying to remain as much on the positive side of things as I can. Uh, but we'll see how I do because every now and then stuff gets me pre pretty heated, which you'll probably find out at some point but who knows uh so that was episode number eight again you can always check the uh the description below for the fitness professional starter kit for success course that is totally free and i will talk to you tomorrow